Hello, peoples, pagans, Wiccans, men, women, non-binary, and everything in between. This is Fluffy in the Casual Show with the Fluff. I have with me two wonderful um, ladies in the um, tea time with Maiden, wait, with tea time with Mother and Crone. First up um, is the Lady Pamela, and then the Reverend um, Melinda Whiteley. Say hi. Hi. Hey. Hi. So these lovely ladies are putting on a weekly show involving tea, magic, and whatever else that occurs between heaven and earth. And it's a great show. They're always recommending a type of tea, a magical use, and they go over other topics of magic, miracles, mischief, and mayhem. So would one of you would like to take the floor and talk about your show for a little bit? Sure. So we do a weekly show that we, if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you can get early access while, while we record it. And then it does live stream every Sunday on Facebook and on magic TV, YouTube channel. Um, and we just, I was approached to, um, do a show with Pam. And I was like, yeah, this will be fun. And we've been doing it. We just did our 18th episode. So that'll be, gosh, already 18. I know. It doesn't seem like it's been that many shows. Yeah. Um, our shows um, has a lot to do with raising pagans. Um, we always have something in one of our shows about children and and that's because if we don't teach them, somebody else will. You'll hear that a million times from me. So we go over what it was like when I had my children, which was eons ago. And Melinda's got some little ones, and she's got some older ones, too. Um, we'll slide Erica in there. I have the whole spectrum. Right. And it's, it's kind of like um, telling you what's okay to do, what's not okay, kind of filling in the blanks because I know there wasn't a lot of stuff out when I had my kids, you know, I have four generations right now doing Wicca. It's uh, myself, my daughter, her two daughters, and my great grandson. So we've got four generations doing it. So it's a, uh, it's a lot of things we talk about. Um, everything. It's kind of open. We pick a theme for each show um, right now we're in the middle of some divination stuff, which is pretty cool. It is. Um, we did a, we always, a whole cannabis show. Yeah, mm -hmm. we did a whole month of cannabis. Every, every week was a different aspect of the benefits, you know, like medical, magical and history. So that was really interesting. And we always try to do, um, show topics around the sabbats when that comes up and we'll talk about different gods and goddesses from different pantheons and we're really open we make it clear that we're corellians but it's it's pagan i mean it's wiccan whatever we talk about can really be applied to anyone and we just do plugs for the tradition and whoever else and when we talk about our teas, we talk about the medicinal purposes of them. I'm a holistic healthcare practitioner, um, so we know the medicinal purposes, and then we touch on the magical purposes, because a lot of times you don't think about your everyday chores being magical. And we try to make you aware of everything you do. You touch a little magic every day. 
Wow, that's amazing. Um, magic isn't everything we think, say, or do. And Lady Pamela, um, you are my mentor in the Karelian tradition. And in the year that I've known you, you've given me a lot of amazing advice. And one of the things that you have said that is every act I do is magic. I just need to allow that to flow around me. And one of the things I've started doing because of your tea time show is going into sacred space when I drink tea. Nice. Nice. Awesome. I, I must say, um, I am blessed to have students like you come along because I learn 10 times more than I'll ever teach. Um, and for me, it's a learning process every day. So you've said so many magical things. You've sent me things. You've talked to me about things that I've asked you a million questions and you've answered them. That's, I think that's the biggest caveat that we have is that in the pagan community, anybody can ask a question and anybody can answer it. Age, path of life, nothing. Right. Title. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, Mason, I, I cornered Mason. How many times do I corner that poor child and ask questions? Um, I'm Very always good. learning. I'm always evolving. And it's really nice when I have students like you that have a million things to offer me. And I just like, I'm overwhelmed by all the great things that you know. So for me, it's more you're teaching me than me being your mentor. It's just I got a couple years on most people. So, I, you know, learned a few life life sentences, as I call them, life stories, <laughs> so that I can pass along some of the craziness I've done so you don't do it, um, like catching your robes on fire, melting tables, you know, those kinds of things you want to avoid in life. Um, <laughs> I've done them, so I tell you how not to do them. Right. But it's wonderful when I have my students and I just, I learned so much from them. People are just like, wow, where'd you learn that? Oh, one of my students, and you'll hear me say it. Um, mm -hmm. I absolutely love the fact that our tradition is one of the few with, with transparency. Yeah. There's no secrets other than initiation, but that's okay. But I mean, you can ask any question and get an answer to it. It's not like, oh, that will come in time, my child. I used to hate that answer because <laughs> I'm impatient. It's like, no, I want to know like, now. I want to know now. I'm like the little right. two-year-old stomping her foot. But our tradition, if you ask a question, you get an answer um, as much as you can understand the answer until you're there. I mean, sometimes with any question, you have to build onto right. that answer. But now I love that we can talk and converse and all of us have so many things to offer. When we do the casual Fridays, oh my goodness, it's like a barrage of information. And I know we get silly sometimes and get a little crazy, but um, there's a lot of good information that gets passed around just in talking. And someone will say something, well, I heard this. And then someone will say, well, I heard this. And, you know, it's, it's an open flow of communication and education. And mm -hmm. I really love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you brought up um, my shameless plug as Reverend R.G. tends to um, term it my casual, um, the casual Friday with the fluff. That is the form that we are making public for people to come on, to ask questions, to get educated and to socialize. This was something that we started last year at the end of our um, Memorial Day Psychic Fair and I slowly took it over. 
And this is something that I want to be part of the tradition of having an open forum where people can be sociable. And enough about me. Um, <laughs> Melinda. Yes. Um, as you drink tea, what do you think? What occurs to you? Do you relax? Do you stay? Do you think mundane thoughts or do you think magical thoughts? So it depends on the day <laughs> and what my four-year-old is doing. But um, it's hard for me personally to meditate a lot of times because every time I do, it'll be, you know, kids coming in or, you know, <laughs> they're bickering. I can, you know, so it's, it's hard or I'll get the squirrel thoughts going through my head. But um, when I do sit down and drink tea, I always have it as a relaxing sort of thing because mm -hmm. it's warm, it's soothing, it's comforting. And then when, especially when we're doing the research on these and finding out the medicinal things, but also the magical and it's like, oh, hey, I can use this chamomile tea that I have sitting in the cupboard for this, this and this, you know, spell or ritual. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I try my best mm -hmm. to keep it as magical as possible because I yeah. feel like I have the rest of my day for mundane thoughts. <laughs> so, Okay. Lady Pamela, same question. Um, my tea is very relaxing and it is more of an inspire. I drink it. I think about it. Um, I'm one of those people that has the straight tea, as you've seen our show, I'm not good at. So after I squeeze all my honey into it and mm -hmm. stir it up really good, um, for me, it's, I think, more the magical qualities because I know a lot of the physical and, you know, the actual medicinal qualities. So when Melinda's talking about, because uh -huh. usually I'm drinking when she's talking and she's talking about the magical, you know, this, that, and the other, and then all of a sudden you just start, your mind goes there because you just heard these words and you're drinking this and it's like, wow. So it's almost while she's drinking it, it's like a little ritual because she's talking, she's telling me the magical and I'm drinking it thinking the magical. So right. it's a connection that we make that way. And mm -hmm. it's, it's, it is magical. It really is because you can just picture things. Okay. That's exquisite. You're more mindful of what you're doing and how you're doing it. You know, yeah. up until we did the show, I wasn't. But now that we're doing the show, I used to drink tea and just drink tea. Me too. But since we've been doing the show, it's made me much more mindful of the entire ritual. Because uh, before the show, we are running around like crazy people. We have lives. We come mm -hmm. home from work and change. And, and then I'm, you know, heating my water and I'm bringing my water over and I make my tea and it's letting it's steeping. And then Melinda starts talking about, you know, the medicinal. And then when she gets to the magical, that's about the time I start drinking because it's cool enough to drink then. Right. And it's just, it's like, wow. You know, so the whole time, all that's going on. So now when I drink tea, if I'm not on the show, I'm thinking the magical, not, not the medicinal. I'm more into the magical now. What did she say this was good for? And <laughs> most of my teas now, I've written little notes, notes. on my bag. <laughs> Yeah, I nice. can't remember everything. <laughs> so I have little notes on my bag um, when I buy it so that I, I can refer again to the magical properties because magic is every day if you look for it. You just mm -hmm. got to be aware. It happens all the time. We're just not aware of it. Yeah. And Melinda, 
How about you? Um, has doing tea time affected your your ritual of drinking tea? How has it affected you and drinking tea with your children? Is it more magical? Yeah, so I didn't, like Pam, I didn't really think about it as any other sort of way than a warm, something to warm me up and it tasted good and, you know, I would have my honey. And of course I knew about benefits of the herbs and things like that to a, to an extent, but I never, I never drank it in a way, in like a magical way, just like Pam said, because I think the show and us doing the research and us making that a part of our show every week, it has made us more mindful and more aware. And we've even talked about on one of the shows how, like Pam just mentioned, the process is a ritual in and of itself. And you can come up with a little, you know, spell or something like that. And, you know, you think when you're stirring your tea or if you're stirring your honey, you know, clockwise, you, there's different things that you can do. Now, my kids, it takes them a little bit longer. They don't, they're not really into herbal teas. <laughs> they're still into like, you know, Kool-Aid and flavored waters like Fiona likes when the pour the thing powder in and it looks like potion going in the water. Nice. But, um, but yeah, I mean, especially because I will especially have them try to drink tea when they're not feeling well and like that spoonful of honey, but, um, it's harder for them. So it's not so much of a family thing yet, but, um, but yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, I definitely look at it differently now since doing the show. And it's intention. We've always said magic is intention. So if you're actually sitting there stirring your tea and you're thinking about all the magical qualities behind this tea, if it's um, psychic tea, third eye tea has the blue lotus flower in it, and you're thinking that, you're thinking, wow, this is a psychic tea, and you're actually, your intention is right there. And you're putting it right into the tea without even realizing you're stirring it going, oh, yeah, this is psychic third eye tea. Yeah, it's got the blue lotus in it. And before you know it, you put your full intention into the tea and then you start drinking it. So you're intaking your magical tea, your magic. You're like drinking your magic kind of thing. Yeah. Well, well, you anticipated, as always, my next question. And I was going to ask you, how do how would you imbue your tea with extra magic before you drink it? And you just told me. Yeah, I just, when you're stirring it, you're thinking about, you're thinking about the qualities. We did the, the psychic tea that we got. Um, and I wasn't a fan of the flavor so much, but if you add enough honey to it, you can get anything down. Um, I think but it had it, mugwort in it too, though. It had mugwort. And it had like, Damiana and Blue Lotus Flower. It was a, it was a mix. And that mugwort, it's strong. It's strong. But again, that's the psychic abilities okay. of the mugwort. And I mean, it has physical psychic abilities as well. So you're sitting there, you're stirring it because if you've got honey, you've got to stir it up pretty good. So you're, you know, you pour it in and you're thinking, okay, this has psychic. It's really good. You put your cup down, you stir it. And the whole time you're stirring clockwise, you're thinking it's a ritual. Mm-hmm because you're stirring the clockwise, you're getting, you're thinking about the third eye. So you've already set your intention. So your intention's in that cup. Once you start drinking that cup, you've just made it stronger with intention, magically. 
because exactly. that's where magic comes from is intention. So you've just put all of that intention already in something that's made to be psychic. So you've just kicked it up a couple notches. That's really easy to do. I mean, seriously, before we started doing the show, I was an occasional tea drinker. If I'm not feeling good, I'm tea. Once in a while, I'll do tea. I'll be honest with you, in the morning, if I don't get my coffee, people die. So, you know, and I don't look good in orange. So, yeah, I, I'm hitting the coffee first thing. But during the day, I've been known to let my teas get cold and drink them cold because they're just as mm -hmm. good cold as they are hot, depending mm -hmm. on the tea. Unless it's got mugwort in it, then mugwort is that overpowering straw, hay, dirt yeah. flavor. Very earthy. Okay, okay so um, you said that you've done 18 episodes so far. Have you run across, uh, congratulations. Um, I am impressed. Um, have you run across any teas that you just decided that you didn't like? Oh yeah. Yeah. Pam has to put honey in almost all of her teas in order to drink them. <laughs> um, me, not so much. I've always drank herbal tea. Like before the pandemic, when I worked in corporate office with cubicles, like everyone would joke that I'm like the tea witch because one of my desk drawers would literally be full of different herbal teas. And I had honey sticks because I had I had tea every day at work um, and then I would have water. Um, but yeah, I, I it's just incredible, like 18 episodes and I, I love it. Um, I am not an earthy, like, I don't like to graze in the ground. Um, yeah, the mugwort takes me down that every is. time. And black licorice root because it tastes like black now, licorice. See, I love the black licorice. That was the one great. show. It's great for a sore throat and a cold and all of that. So I get through it, but not without plenty of honey. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, we, we do some of them that are more aromatic and softer and smoother. And then you have some that are just like, oh, yeah, I just stuck my hand in the dirt and I'm drinking. And a lot of them, too. Um, not all herbal teas are made the same. Right. Um, and then you have different kinds like greens and whites and black teas. Black. And then you've got all the herbs that go in it. So you might get an herbal tea, but it might only have just a pinch of chamomile in it, where if you make it at home and you have the chamomile and you put it in yourself, it makes a big difference because then you can adjust the taste for you. Um, rose hips is a good one. Rose hips and rose blossoms are delicious. They're absolutely yummy. But when you buy the, the mix in the store, it hardly has any in it at all. So when we went to the um, herbal stores, when we went on our um, mm -hmm. on the road trip, we actually bought rose hips and rose petals to yeah. make our own. And mm -hmm. you can adjust it. And that gives you a lot more freedom with your teas. It also gives you a better taste. Because some of the teas, I can't taste the herb in them because they don't have enough herb in them. They're, I don't know, they put a pinch and say, oh yes, it's chamomile tea. It's got one tea leaf in it, you know? So honestly, to do your own, um, you're, you're better off buying loose leaf tea, the loose tea, getting a tea ball or getting a pot 
I have a pot that has a wire insert and putting the chamomile or whatever, the herb and the, the fresh tea. Now, doing that, you can use any tea you want. You can use the white, you can use the green, you can use the black. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it gives you a lot more that you can play with. And then you find your own special mix that's, I have my own mix when I'm feeling really bad, like sinus, you know, and I, I get yeah. sinuses here because I have bad allergies. So when I'm doing it, uh, it's a little bit of mint in it to settle my stomach. It's a little bit of, you know, this, that, and the other, and you put it all in there and then you drink it. And it's like, wow, this is wonderful. Yeah. Okay. That is amazing. Me personally, um, I'm a big fan of having five or six different types of teas in one thing because I like the intensity of the flavor, but mm -hmm. it does not taste right unless I have peppermint in it. And yes. for the record, you even went over peppermint when I asked, and I hear that you take requests. Yes, we do. We actually just had a request last week. Um, Nickery messaged me and said that he heard about jasmine tea being good for um, various different things. So that's what we discussed was jasmine actually, tea. Actually, Fluff, you were our very first And you request. were our very first one. Oh, wow. Thank you. I am honored. And it was pepperminty. And it was wonderful because we actually got to talk about not just peppermint, but spearmint and some of the other mints too. So it, it made a, it was very interesting because all the different mints have different qualities, which mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know when you say mint, it's peppermint, spearmint, wintermint. There's a whole, you know, like a whole little category of mints and they're all different. Oh, yeah. They all taste different. Oh, yeah. Um, I used to be a horticulturalist and I had a mint garden when I was a kid. Oh, that's my favorite. I would just. Yeah. Oh, I did. I did. Yeah. And I had guinea pigs and they ate all the mint. The spearmint took over everything and um, crowded and it, out everything yeah, else. Yeah, it's very invasive. Yeah. Now, I had it in my yard planted in certain areas. So when I cut the grass, I would cut over the mint Ooh. and that just energize you because it's fresh you're smelling that wow and then you could go a little bit further so on my hills because i had a yard that had a hill that's where a lot of my mint got planted so when i cut the grass i could get through it because it, it actually energizes you when you do it yeah yeah there's still mint growing out in my back um in my parents backyard from when i was a little kid mm -hmm. um it's now contained to a very back corner that's surrounded by concrete so it's not going anywhere but it's still there <laughs> so wonderful so before we um head out for the night is there anything either of you would like to say to to the viewers well i would love to say thank you for having us on i mean i love your cat curling casual friday so this was a fun fun thing to do i yeah. really appreciate it just let our readers know and our, our people who watch that, you know, we're available, we're approachable. We got yeah. approached at the um, festival. We did. We People saw our logo and they were coming up to us, so that was fun. But no, yeah, just like what Pam said, like, thank you for having us on and thinking of us. This is fun. Exciting. Yeah. So can one of you put um, the image of the coffee mug in front of the camera so we could see? You I can go mine. Right there. <laughs> Actually, if I stand up, you'll see the mug. Yeah, you'll see the mug. Ooh. Yeah. 
That's awesome. And it, it does look like the two of you. It, I'm yes. telling you, she did an amazing job. This was done by um, a Corellian's daughter. Yes. Um, and she mm -hmm. just, we didn't even know what was happening with this. This is the weirdest story. We needed a logo, something. We had no idea what. We wanted to do this show, so it was kind of like, well, what are we going to do? And she came up with this logo. And I actually have a, a picture of it up there. And if you look, people look at it, and they, they know which is which. So well, which, yeah, and which. I did. I did. Which, which is which. And it was really incredible because I just told her a few things that we thought we would want. And I sent her headshots of Pam and I, and she did all that based off of that. But the crystal she added... The um the mushroom on the side she added. We have the shroom. All that nice, um, nice. Shroom over here. We've got crystals. And then the, ta and then the tag says. Uh, yeah. The tag says which what this is. is. <clears throat> That's Melinda, holding her. Uh -huh. Holding my what? <laughs> holding your little plant. Yes. And, and it it's says, even got my undershave and our glasses and our nose rings. Like it's really, it was really fun. Selena Murdoch, shout out to our illustrator. Yes, shout out to her. Um, it was wonderful. We got it. Um, we absolutely love it. So our mugs, if you listen to our show and get our keyword, put it in the Facebook to us. You have to subscribe. You have to be a subscriber. You get a free mug. And yeah. we're mailing out mugs all the time. We are, we are. And Fluffy, we're getting you yours, don't worry. Yours is coming. Okay. Um, I've actually got three of them sitting up ready to go out in the mail, or one's going with me. Um, I'm headed out again across the state, across the state as I call it. Um, I do a lot of travel down to Melinda's side of town, um, yep. which is literally across the state. It is. So <laughs> I travel from... Tampa, St. Pete area. I'm actually in St. Pete, St. Petersburg. And then I go all the way over to Jacksonville. And when I get okay. to Jacksonville, I get to see Melinda and Angela and Lord Don and the crew over there. So, you know, we're over there as well. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah. So, so if I'm not mistaken, your um, show airs one o'clock on Sunday afternoons, Eastern time. It's uh, Three o'clock Eastern. Three o'clock. Got it. One o'clock. Um, it's twelve. Yeah. Okay. Mhm. Mm yep. Three three p.m. And usually, if you if you like the Facebook page and subscribe to the YouTube channel, you'll get the notification on the YouTube when we go live. And we usually record those Wednesday or Thursday, depending on our personal schedules. And it's usually around nine thirty ish Eastern time. So you can always watch, get like a preview and watch it before, you know, it goes on Sundays. Ooh. Yeah, lots of fun. yeah. Ooh, get to see it early. Okay. Well, my friends, my Corellians, my pagans, brothers, sisters, and everything in between, um, stay tuned for our next episode and feel free to drop in um, to Casual Fridays with the fluff. Um, you can meet me and whoever else decides to come along. Bring your questions, bring your humor. Take care. Bye. Bye.